and welcome back to another episode of Let's Chat Markets, your favorite dairy podcast. Just a nice, easy recap of what happened in dairy markets this week and and what's on tap into the week ahead. Well, cheese and class three milk prices trended lower here in the U.S. throughout the week. Butter at a slower pace, but ultimately weaker, while nonfat dry milk maintained the same value each day on the CME spot market until today, of course, when the product gained a cent. And dry whey was pretty boring as well, losing a cent throughout the trading week. Coming off a relatively neutral U.S. milk production report, this week was filled with some fresh data that has not really sparked any additional support for dairy markets. We did get an update on where cheese and butter inventories were sitting at the end of September, with butter stocks showing a slower than expected decline in September. American-style cheese stocks slipped below prior year, however, for the first time since March. Lucas, why don't we start there? What were some key insights from that September cold storage report? Yeah, you got it. We started out on Monday afternoon. Uh, As you mentioned, butter stocks declining just a little bit lower versus expectations with the new record high price earlier this month and the support that we've still seen in butter throughout the past few weeks. I mean, even we're almost to November and we're still above that $3 per pound mark. We would have expected those stocks to kind of decline a little bit quicker into September, but Instead, that drop was about half of the five-year average, just falling 11 million pounds. I think the report was bearish to the market, but the downside wasn't realized that much this week. I do think it's still any day that we could see some significant downside here as soon as end users realize that they are well supplied for the holiday demand period. In cheese, uh, yeah, pretty neutral there. We did see total cheese stocks uh, fall. American-style cheese stocks actually slipped lower versus prior year, but it was kind of more due to the climb one year ago versus any sort of material decline that we saw in September. What really pulled total cheese stocks down was the other than American style category. I think Italian style cheese is coming out of storage uh, in a pretty significant way there into September. Overall, as I mentioned, pretty neutral to cheese markets, but again, waiting for uh, butter to fall at any point. Any other interesting news out of the U.S. this week? I know cheese lost significant ground. Yeah, I think importantly, we did see barrels finally decline. The CME spot barrel price slipping lower versus blocks for the first time since early August. So it's been a pretty significant, almost a three full month stretch here of barrels holding a premium. Uh, We saw uh, on a weekly average basis an 18 cent decline in the barrel average price, a pretty significant drop. And it's actually the third consecutive weekly decline there. Uh, Blocks slipping a little bit lower, but not anything like uh, the weakness that we saw in barrels. Uh, By Friday, though, um, actually by Wednesday, both markets slipping below the $2 per pound mark, seeing, I think, uh, a little bit of the end of the seasonal strength that we noted over the past few weeks, a little bit more downside probably expected here into the end of the year. Throughout the rest of the week, we really focused on international markets. There was a Global Dairy Trade Pulse event on Tuesday, and we also got China's September import data, followed by New Zealand's milk production figures for September, as well as their September trade data. Yeah, no main auction this week, but how did that GDT Pulse event shake out? 
So this was the seventh Pulse event so far this year, which only offers a small amount of Fonterra C2 regular whole milk powder, and that commodity fell to the lowest level since event 275 that took place in January of 2021, with this Pulse auction sort of indicating further weakness into next week's main global dairy trade event. The combination of strong exports in the New Zealand September data, weaker milk availability within the region, and expectations for lower whole milk powder production due to a shift toward fat and skim milk powder would typically strengthen values here, but global inflation and currency exchange rate risk continues to dominate sentiment and weigh on demand expectations. September milk production from New Zealand fell 3.8% from prior year on a milk solids basis. That was in line with expectations, but still, of course, concerning as with as the calendar head into October and November, some really key milk production months in the region. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how that shakes out during peak. I think that export data was uh, pretty intriguing to see. Really strong September shipments. It kind of took me a little bit by surprise when that data came out. Uh, Volume moving to China and Indonesia at a pretty strong pace. Uh, Growth also to Cuba, Saudi Arabia, Japan, All of this coming, though, as prices have consolidated at GDT auctions over, you know, at at this point, I think the last five months. Yeah. And of course, important to remember that while prices are consolidating in U.S. dollars, they remain pretty expensive in local currencies throughout much of the world. Making it pretty difficult for buyers in those regions to kind of keep paying up for this product. More bearish news there. I think speaking of the GDT, Alyssa, we did get uh, Fonterra's intentions on offer volumes this week. Uh, Anything notable there? I don't think any changes really from what I saw. You are correct, Lucas. And given that offer volumes are not really supplying much direction, traders continue to make decisions based on the demand side of the market, which remains unchanged from the October auctions, meaning the path of lease of resistance seems to be to the downside. It will be interesting to see if China shows up or remains a backseat buyer on the auction next week. Not to say their market share hasn't been solid, but buyers from North Asia have just been much less aggressive. Yeah, I think interesting to see, uh, we mentioned New Zealand, but also China releasing their import data for the month of September, uh, kind of echoing recent GDT price behavior with weaker both skim and whole milk powder imports, but Overall, still pretty uh, decent demand for finished goods. On the inventory side of things, uh, milk powders, both skim and whole, of course, remain heavier than usual in China. I think limiting any seasonal increase in demand that would typically arise uh, next month as we look ahead towards that January import window. So what's on tap for next week then, Lucas? Yeah, next week, uh, I mean, as we're talking about it, we do get another GDT auction Uh, So we'll see that price behavior there on Tuesday. Into the end of the week, more U.S. focused. We'll get U.S. dairy export and import data on Thursday and the dairy products and dry stocks report to close out the week at two o'clock central time on Friday afternoon, a late one there. That'll keep us busy as always into next week. Thanks for listening. And as always, if you need anything, please feel free to reach out at any time. Cheers.
Cheers. Be sure to subscribe so that you never miss an episode. And if you're interested in receiving more information as well as our analysis, please visit highgrounddairy.com to request a free 30-day trial today. Futures and options trading involves substantial risk and is not suitable for all investors.